everyone and welcome to the Row and Sandy podcast. We hope you've been well. Today we've got a great topic to talk about. We're actually doing more of a reflecting kind of podcast. So today we want to talk about the things that we realize now in our adult life, right? We came to that difficult realization when we're older and are more aware of the world and life and how we deal with it. What is that one thing that you thought about that was completely different from what you thought when you were younger, you know, and how did you deal with it? So I don't know if that makes sense, but you'll get a hang of it as we're talking. But um, yeah, and we'll also be doing a little bit of reflecting on 2020. It's been a very interesting year for everybody. So we're just going to reflect on it. And yeah. So, Ro, tell me, what was that difficult realization you made (laughs) when you were an adult? Hi, Sandy. Hey, Ro. Hey, Ro. (laughs) Yeah. So, as you and I were preparing for this uh, episode, it's crazy how many things we discussed. But I have to say, for me, the biggest realization when I was young, younger, growing up, I always thought, there's no way family can disappoint you. You know, you just feel like, no, they're supposed to be there for you. They're supposed to just, you know, um, roll with the punches with you when you are going through hard times, they should be there. And um, everything to me, for me, came crashing down (laughs) Uh, when I want to say mostly in, 2014, when my dad passed away, is when I realized that, no, it's not true. It's not true. Uh, People who uh, you thought are supposed to be there for you uh, were not there for for me or my sisters or my mom. And uh, you realize that the so-called family Uh, can decide to go another way. And that's a huge blow. I think most of the times what happens is, especially when you're going through a life-changing event, whether it's a wedding or a funeral, Mm -hmm. you always expect a certain, certain people to be there for you. And when they're not there, your world comes to a halt. Like you are left with like, what? And so for me, that was the realization, realizing that no, the people who are supposed to be there for Mm -hmm. us, we're not there. And uh, what was hard for me is that hearing so many things from other people and what was being said. Um, And um, as the years have gone by, I have to say is that now, I have let that go. Um, mm-hmm. And fortunately, there are some people who have not had the discussion with them, uh, even though I speak to them, I talk to them, but we never just had that discussion for me to tell them how disappointed I was with what they did around that time, right? But also I have learned that because I now know who they are, I don't expect anything from them. And that makes it so much easier. And uh, also, 
and the biggest, biggest realization mm-hmm. <laughs> from all this that yeah. I took away from it is that it's um, my mom and my sisters are the core of my people. They're the ones who are going to go through the trenches with me. Mm-hmm. But also, I have people outside those four ladies, which is my sisters and my mom, that have been there for us. And I have made it a point. I'm not good at, I realize this, that I'm not good at this, is mm-hmm. that sometimes I fail to be vulnerable and tell people what them being there for us through the, since my dad passed away, what right. that has meant for my sisters and I, mm-hmm. because sometimes you just think like, oh no, it's been um, a few years now. They won't understand. They'll just be like, why are you saying this? Or like, mm-hmm. you know, there's just some people who are so uncomfortable hearing what their goodness has done for you. But I want to change that. I want to be able to pick up the phone and just say, listen, today, I just realized what your presence in my sister's and my mom's life, mm-hmm. what it's done for us since my dad passed away, you know, her husband passed away. And I'm thankful for that. Cause like, I think it's very important to let people know what they mean to you. So I have to say to me, mm-hmm. that has been, that was like my biggest realization. Yeah. Um, I rarely talk about it, mm-hmm. but I talk about it a lot with my sisters and my mom. Mm-hmm. Because we are trying to heal from that trauma. It was traumatic what happened. And mm-hmm. it's not even, this is just like the tip, the tip of the iceberg. And uh, it, it changed our lives. Just yes, yeah. him passing away, but also just so many things that happened around that yeah. time. Yeah. And so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I spoke quite a lot, but yeah, that's... <laughs> yeah, no, I think mm-hmm. that... Um, family is such a it's one of those things like we always say you don't choose who your family is right but at the very least and I can I think I was like that you 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 have that sense growing up that my family will always have my back and we're talking about the extended family right but not always mm-hmm. yeah and in my own family I've seen that once in a while I've seen a, a, a very close relative pull some really crazy stunts and you're like but you're not it's almost like a completely different person you know and it is disappointing but I I think I I really quite uh admire how you coped with it and for you it was just you know you realized who really is the who are the people exactly count on that won't let you down right yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. well for me I think my realization and we're talking about this (laughs) earlier I think I grew up my parents um they had a really rocky you know, very rocky relationship while we were growing up. And and we did have those really very stressful moments growing up and witnessing that. So I remember growing up thinking that, you know, all I have to do, because I knew I wanted to get married. I wanted to have a family when I was just one of those kids. Mm-hmm. I was going to have a picket fence mm-hmm. and big house and all that. that was yes, yes. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I think I told myself, I just have to find the right person. When you find the right mm-hmm. guy, marriage mm-hmm. is going to be a walk in the park. It's going to be easy. Yeah. And I had this mental nope. check. 
<laughs> I had this mental checklist like before we got married like you know this is the kind of man that I want and you know and yeah. if we didn't cross one or two things on that checklist that was it so I really thought that this person that I married had to be um to be perfect or meet a certain set of criteria and then that would mean that the marriage would not have the issues we might have a few small issues but but what I realized you know uh very soon after we got married is that it's it is difficult marriage is not yeah. a walk in the park and just because you have oh, met no. a person who you know is seems to be your soulmate who is your soulmate or you're compatible with in so many ways does not mean that you will not encounter um, issues that you have not encountered these obstacles right and for me that was mm-hmm. it was it took me aback because I was like this is so hard you know and yeah. this is so difficult like just trying to the things that get thrown at you as a couple that you have to deal with you know so many things mm-hmm. from finances mm-hmm. to raising kids to career yeah. choices that affect the family you know and and I also realized that you, even if you come together as one, you really are still two individuals, you know, and yeah. that you're meant to grow together, that you can still be your own person in that marriage. I think for me, mm-hmm. once I realized that it helped a lot because I kept on thinking that, oh, we, you know, this, we are, we are a unit. We've got to approach things the exact same way. We've got to, you know, like we have to be on the same page all the time, but no, we, we are two individuals on this walk of life right and that we have to recognize mm-hmm. that um but yeah that for me was a big learning curve but I think after 12 years of marriage I think I'm learning that the I've finally learned that you know the ups and downs that come with it you'll have almost as many valleys as you'll have the being on top of the the mountain and you just have to yep. to to keep going I think yeah so I know and <laughs> I, I that's awesome Sandy I because you know it's just that we don't you know we don't want to make this longer than it should be but yeah it's crazy because for me uh when you talk about that is that I when I met my husband and stuff I was so sure he was like the most perfect individual and that he could do no wrong and um and we had we had an amazing you know our dating time was awesome we only had one major fight and so it was only after we got married and i realized what we're <laughs> arguing like why are we arguing like you and i what we're like bffs and we shouldn't even be arguing or yeah. anything or having any misunderstandings yeah. and then realize no um that's just part of the whole uh re- realizing that you're still two different individuals yeah. you're coming together to build a home and you were raised differently mm. and somehow you have to make things work right yeah. and so i think that's it's a good thing to also know that yeah there will be valleys but uh there are some awesome, amazing moments as well, yeah. especially yeah. when you come out of those uh, lows yeah. and stuff and then mm-hmm. together and mm-hmm. you work through them and it's just like, wow, that's amazing. Because yeah. I, I look forward to, um, you know, 
uh, my husband and I always do these reflecting um, moments, um, check-ins and stuff like every three months or whatever, just to say where we're at and, you know, like just like how we have grown together individually, together as a couple, as parents. And it's amazing to see or to hear him just tell me, oh my goodness, you have grown so much, Andy. Oh, yes, I have, because I will be honest. Like, <laughs> yeah. Andy knows, like there are just some things yeah. that I've oh, done yeah. with her, that, you know? <laughs> and so, uh, you know, yeah. so it's it's amazing. It's amazing, it's amazing to see the growth, right? Yeah. And so yeah. I, I love that. I really Let do. Let me ask you a quick question. And I'm, I kind of yeah. going off topic a little bit, but do you think that... Um, as a couple, when you have disagreements, right? Is this something, should your kids be aware of your, dis- that, you know, you have disagreements and that, and it's what's important is how you resolve them and that you can resolve them and be okay after that? Or do you hide them from your kids so that your kids never have to see this uh, moments where you're not agreeing with each other, where you're really pissed off at each other? What do you think? Because I think, I don't know. I think we both had, you told me that your parents never argued. You didn't even, <laughs> well, mine, they, they yeah. argued a lot and I saw that, right? So I think it impacts people differently in how they handle um, disagreements in their own relationships. But what what's your opinion? That's for me, uh, mm-hmm. like you just said, I, I grew up believing that my parents never argued or had any um, fights or anything because I never saw them arguing in front of my sisters and I. Right. Um, so right. that is what I grew up believing. And so I think my take on, cause even if like, <laughs> like, um, and honestly, this is like the honest truth. When I say, yeah. cause I know people who grew up with in homes where they're like heated, heated arguments, right? Like where it's like, whoa, it's bad. Mm -hmm. And so I thought, you know, that's what I'm going to do with in my home as well. But obviously that did not turn out that way. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) I have had moments where I've gotten upset with uh, my husband and my kids have witnessed it. And it's not something that I really like. And mm. I, so we vow to each other that we need to make sure that if we have anything so big mm-hmm. that we don't do it in front of the kids, yeah. you know? And obviously I have to be honest, this gets better with time mm-hmm. or if you're able to communicate. Um, like I said, I think as you grow together, the longer you're together, you find better ways of dealing with things. But Mm -hmm. I think it's important where kids do not see, okay, if they see you that you had an argument, they need to see you making up. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I think so. This is what I have said. Because before I used to beat myself down for it. Like, yeah. why do my parents, my kids have seen me so upset, you know? And that's not good. Mm-hmm. And so I'll make sure that if they did, they have to see me saying sorry. I am mm. so big yeah. on my our kids seeing me say sorry yeah. if I'm wrong. Even yeah. to them, right? I will, so I will make sure that if I did something 
with all of them there and they were hurt, I make sure that I say sorry with everyone there. Yeah. Um, whoever was there. Because I think it's very important to do that yeah. for them. And so kids are very smart. Know, yeah. Kids are really oh, they smart. Are All right. They'll, yeah. they'll know. They they'll are. even. So that's why I think like, even if you hide your disagreements and you don't resolve them, kids can pick the tension. And if they don't know the oh, tensions, right? Um, so they I can. think it's, it's, we have to make that effort to, I think they need to know that, you know, you can, you can have different opinions. You know, mm-hmm. we, like, I like to, uh discuss to debate with my husband on things that we have different opinions with with my kids when my kids are, mm-hmm. are in the room you know like if we're talking about politics or talking about something that you know i'll give my opinion and give so i want them to know that two people can can agree to disagree right they can yeah it's how they handle that disagreement exactly. that, that matters exactly. right um exactly. yeah but i think yeah kids are very smart they can sense when mommy and daddy are not okay so even if you hide oh, it oh yeah it's also how you present yourselves to in front of them, right? So that they know that, so that it, it really, I think it affects how secure they feel in their family setting. Because I, I grew up not in a very, feeling very secure. My childhood, I, always, I was always on the edge, right? Because of like, what's going to happen, mm, we, you know? Yeah. So, and I, I, I don't want my kids to go through that. I want them to always be reassured that mommy and daddy are okay. We might not agree all the time, mm-hmm. but we are fine. And we are working yeah. at making sure that you know you guys have a happy home so yeah and i think you're right and yeah. i think and and sandy i think you're right because another thing is is that disagreements are okay you know yeah. and um but why where i draw the line if you have anything condescending to say about daddy or mm. mommy in front of kids, please don't do it. Like, yeah. I just feel like that's yeah. so not okay. Yeah. Because like yeah. what you said, then kids are not, they don't feel safe or anything. Yeah. So like, yeah. I don't think it's not okay to say, oh, but you're this, look at you. You're, yeah. you know, like we're, you know, saying, yeah exactly but anyway you shouldn't even say that to even no 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 even you should you you should it even behind us but most importantly not in front of your kids right yeah Yeah. well Ru, before we wrap up i just wanted to check in you know this is probably the last podcast we're doing this year we'll be back in the new year but i just wanted to reflect a little bit on 2020 you know i know we've all we've beaten this topic down to like <laughs> to nothing you know yeah. this whole COVID and how it's affected us I mean it's been a huge part of our lives this last few months this year right but I was trying mm. to look at the bigger picture like how what the year 2020 has taught me you know I wanted to close this podcast with just a little bit of a reflection on that and for me I wanted to talk about resiliency just the power of resiliency mm-hmm. Or being, mm-hmm. you know, I think mm-hmm. that I and and most of everyone that I know and, and a lot of people in this world, we have been really resilient in the face of this adversity, right? That has yeah. happened this year, this pandemic. And the fact that we're still standing and we're still, you know, putting one foot in front of the other, I think that really says a lot. And I just wanted to mm-hmm. encourage everyone to just continue being strong. I mean, like in Alberta, I don't know if you had in our province, we've gotten, we're down for another lockdown. It's going to be a lockdown yeah. over Christmas. The kids are really upset and, you know, and yeah. 
I just look at it it's like we can push through this you know we can just mm-hmm. continue being resilient and being having the courage and the strength to just go through this as well so for me that's what 2020 has been it's been about resiliency and what about you ro what has 2020 been for you i think for me 2020 mm-hmm. has taught me that um there are a few things that i really really need to work on <laughs> still um yeah first but first of all what I've realized about myself is that I am stronger than I think I am capable of doing great amazing things if I truly truly apply Mm -hmm. uh, myself to them uh and actually that scares me a lot I think I've not been able to do certain things because when I realized just that I can do it and it's huge, you know? I know people say, oh, your dreams are supposed to scare you. Okay then, but then what? You know, I because sometimes you get the scary part and then you can't really execute them. So I think for me is just realizing I am stronger than I truly think I am. I can do great, amazing things if I apply myself and just to get the discipline. And so those are some of the things that I have learned along the way. And also just that I really want want to pour into relationships and friendships that make me grow and Mm -hmm. uh, that have people who've been there for me along the way. And so I'm going to love a little hard, you know, going into Mm -hmm. 2021, God willing. I really will because I it's so important. I think it's okay for me to be vulnerable and just mm-hmm. say, you know what? I love you. You really mean the world to me. I yeah. value our friendship. I value our relationship and do that. And so yeah. just love a little harder and um, be vulnerable and go after those big dreams, you know? Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's really, that's what 2020 has taught me and what I plan hopefully to do for 2021. Yeah. Did you share yeah. what you want to do for 2021? I think everything you've said, everything you've said, love harder, you know, face yeah. fear, all those things that you're afraid of. And think for me, just having the courage, there's so many things that I hesitate and I'm working mm-hmm. on that on just having the courage to, to really pursue the things that I really want to to do and I think I mean obviously the most obvious one is for 2021 I really want us to this podcast to take it even to the next level you know this has been such a blessing just talking like this you know this is kind of like therapy for me sometimes bro (laughs) I feel like you know just it just forces you to sit down and think about things right and I know we engage our friends and we ask them questions I talk to my husband a lot about some of these topics so it's made me be more present and more, uh, you know, just more aware of, of what I'm feeling. Oh, so yes. I just, I just yes. hope that we continue doing this. I just am looking forward to the 2021 journey of this podcast. Yes. I think it's going to be great. And I hope we reach even more people. I just have a lot of, um, I just have a lot of dreams for this podcast. So, but it's been great. It's been great. And let's just continue doing what we're doing. Right. 
And yeah. yeah. So I think with that, we are going to sign off. It's been nice as yes. always talking to you, Ro. And uh, to all our listeners, happy holidays, happy Hanukkah. Merry Christmas, whatever it is you do, however you choose to celebrate. (laughs) Yeah, it's been amazing. It's been awesome, guys. Like Sandy said, she just said it perfectly. Thank you. Thank you for giving us a chance, allowing Mm -hmm. us into your homes, into your cars. And we really look (laughs) forward to greater things in 2021. Mm -hmm. You know, just um, and like we always say, Drop us a line. Let us know what you would like to hear more of. And, you know, guys, um, just to wrap it up, I just was going to say, have those hard conversations that are hard to have, you know, with your loved ones. And um, I know I mentioned at the beginning that I just have not had some of those conversations, even with people who hurt me Mm -hmm. and uh, or who I feel like were just not there and they should have been in, you know. I think that's how growth happens. So let's have those hard conversations. And like Sandy said, you know, being also aware of that marriages or any relationships, friendships, you know, they take a lot of work Mm -hmm. and the valleys don't mean they will last forever. They will make us grow. We will come out greater in the end and work through them and you know no one is perfect we're all growing and yes so yeah thanks guys it was so nice um well until next time until next year stay safe and bye bye